Hi personal developers, welcome to my YouTube channel. If this is your first time here, welcome. If this is not your first time here, of course, welcome back. I really appreciate you being here again. Uh, listen, I know I, it took me some time to upload this video, but I really needed two weeks just to settle my ideas. And I am going to talk about what I'm going through right now in the future when I'm ready for it, as I always do. But back to the point, I am sharing with you part two of the conversation I had with my good friend Silly. Uh, she is a volunteer in Ghana and in this episode we talk about confinement. Let me take a look at, uh, at my notes because we talk about so many things. Uh, quarantine and Covid situation in Ghana, we talk about local people, we talk about <laughs> how um, being fat is a compliment uh, in Ghana. Uh, we talk about better treatment if you are white. Uh, we talk about hair, we talk about pros and cons and cons about living in Ghana. I mean, I just hope you loved this conversation as much as I loved recording it. It was so good to talk to my uh, old friend about all these things and being able to share this with you. So, okay, um, I'm gonna stop talking and I'm just gonna let you enjoy the video. Let me know in the comments if you like it and what other topics do you want me to talk about with another Soul Sisters or by myself. You just, just tell me whatever you want, okay? Don't forget to like, uh, subscribe and share if you love the video. Namaste! Yeah, I think the lockdown period wasn't only hard for me. I think it was hard for everyone everywhere in the world. So, yeah, for the part that I was outside in this, like, I, I wasn't locked in, locked in a house, you know? Yes. So that part was good. Lucky yeah. you. I remember talking to you and I was like, I can leave the house once mm -hmm. to walk the dog. And then my boyfriend was staying <laughs> in and then he went in the I evening. Know. And you're like, oh, well, I go to the beach. And I was like, oh my God. Are you serious? We couldn't go to the beach, we couldn't do anything. Um, and by the way, how is the coronavirus situation right now, Liana? It's okay. It's, 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 it was a bit hard in the beginning, but I don't think uh, the death rate was never high, to be honest. So I think it was okay. I didn't experience much other than people wearing nose masks. I don't know anyone who got sick. Maybe in Accra, but here in this area, not really. I know it's around, or it, or it was around, or still around, but I think probably in Europe it's much worse than in America than here. Yeah, just yeah. so. And uh, especially if you, you have, like, you've been not a lot of people around, right? So it's, I, I believe it's, it's way more easy, like, way place, easier to control. Yeah. yeah. And the place where I am, it's quite sustainable. So we have a farm, we produce vegetables fruit oh that's so, so cool yeah so, so cool. we were with the mindset that even if something happens and we cannot go anywhere we'll be okay nice that's so good yeah. i love it um but you know one thing about the coronavirus just to add uh mm -hmm. since i'm here everyone was always super friendly and super nice to me and everyone is calling me obruni white woman whatever but in a nice way people were very open all the time i think they kind of like foreigners here, so it's, it's a good like it's a good vibe for us. But when coronavirus hit, then it I felt some change. I think it got back to normal again. But then people started to be like scared and calling me coronavirus or Chinese woman. People were calling you coronavirus. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, I people! And I, 
and I realized that people were talking about coronavirus, and I was like, wow, everyone is talking about coronavirus. And after I realized that they are calling me coronavirus, I was like, you were the virus. Oh my god, seriously. <laughs> so that part was a bit like I've been living here with you, okay? <laughs> yeah, I did not. I have to tell everyone, I'm here since September. I don't have any virus. Come on. <laughs> Oh my God, how crazy. Well, you will find prejudice everywhere. And uh, the reality is that in Europe, the situation was way worse and Mm -hmm. it hit way before it hit Africa. So so yeah, it's normal that people are like, uh, is she going to bring coronavirus? Even in here, (laughs) like here in Tenerife, uh, we were on on lockdown. And when we were on lockdown, there, there weren't a lot of cases of coronavirus. And then yeah. we were scared because they were going to open up the borders again. And we were like, oh, yeah. God, seriously. All the because foreigners are going to bring we were the scared. Yeah. This is just like such a terrible thing to, to say. But I mean, fear is a real thing. Uh, and it's better to speak up than that. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, things are kind of, I don't know, in, in Spain right now, since we're talking about the coronavirus, I think it's like my, my duty not to explain what's happening here in Spain. So I live in Tenerife, in the mm-hmm. Canary Islands, so the situation is not the same as in mainland Spain, but we are, um, right now the cases are going up again, but we are dealing with things in a different way. They're kind of mm-hmm. putting people in quarantine in certain areas. It's not like the whole country okay. goes to quarantine again. Yeah. Um, it, it can happen. I'm, I'm no one to tell you that this is not going to happen, but right now they're working like in areas. And you know, and yeah. adjusting the schedule, the like uh, of the bars and the clubs are not opening anymore. Or if you're open, you're open until 12 only. But yeah. I am seeing that in Ghana, the situation is way better for you. And, yeah. and the coronavirus is so where I am. I know, I, know. I know in the capital, in Accra, some people suffered because there was like a real lockdown. But where I am, it's kind of okay. Right. Yeah. And are you taking, like, when you're teaching, are you doing something different because of the coronavirus? Or do you work, like, since you are a bubble and there are so, like, little people, uh, how are you How are you working with so, the... I We will only open the school next week. Okay. So, okay. But I think we will have some measurements to make sure that we are safe. I think the yeah. students will use nose masks and we will have... Uh, hand washing stations and yeah, yeah we'll make sure that it's okay yeah because right now here the security is crazy i can't imagine i'm not even gonna stop start talking about it because i'm so exhausted from work today i don't want to start talking about it again but we're taking a lot of measures and it looks like so far so good um which pays off all the all the efforts i feel and like I, I was kind of like lucky to be here during this coronavirus mm-hmm. era because I all my friends from Europe you, I think you guys suffered much more like we being did. locked down in a room yeah. yeah we did and I I I am lucky that I'm here in Tenerife and not in mainland Spain yeah because like things started yeah. opening up way sooner you know what I mean mm-hmm. and there are not a lot of yeah. places in here so I feel very very lucky like seriously very very grateful yeah. for being here because in mainland Spain it's a total different situation so yeah um, okay here we go it's it's impossible not to talk about the coronavirus nowadays right yeah 
Okay, I just want to take the, it's uh, it is yeah. important. It is part of life. It is what's happening in the world. Like we cannot pretend that nothing is happening. Um, and I recorded uh, a podcast a few weeks ago, I think maybe a month, I don't remember, talking about the coronavirus. Like we are living this time of, that is bringing anxiety to people, right? And like, we should talk about it. We should just say, you know what, I, I feel anxious today. I feel, because it, it exists. Like we cannot pretend that everything is okay, you know? <laughs> just like, uh, yeah. we have coronavirus in the entire week and then during the weekend there is no coronavirus. Like, coronavirus still exists and yeah. so talking about it, it's just uh, normal. Um, I just wanted to tell um, our listeners that just take into consideration that you may be listening to this conversation like one, two weeks uh, after we recorded. So if we say something that it's not true right now, you know, regarding the coronavirus, maybe Spain goes to total lockdown, I really hope yeah. not. But just take into consideration that we, we pre-recorded, obviously, this conversation. Yay! Okay, there are a few things I want to ask you about. Um, about yeah, please. I'm fascinated. So, um, tell me uh, about the people in Ghana. I the first thing that comes to my mind is the smiles. Everyone is always smiling. Everyone is so like friendly. You know. Mm-hmm. How can I say? You know how I'm lately used to London when people like don't really look at you. They don't really talk. They pass by you. Here, everyone is like, you cannot pass uh, in the market without someone telling you something, you know, mm-hmm. and giving a comment about you. You know what's funny? What people love to say when they see you and they are like, oh, you look fat. It's kind of like a compliment here. You know? Oh, thank you. <laughs> are you serious? And for us, it's like, and I'm like, when they saw me first, I just looked at my friends like, What's happening? I thought I lost weight. And they're like, no, no, no. They're saying it like it's a good thing. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so everyone is like very open to tell you anything they think, I would say. Cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here in the village, like I go there often to spend mm-hmm. some time there. Uh, people are, it's a village. So there is not that many opportunities. So I feel like a lot of people, in a way, they are not that occupied, you know, sometimes. I don't know. I think it's not only in Africa, in a village, but I haven't spent much time in any village in my life. So I can only (laughs) talk about this village. So I feel like in small communities, like um, people love to talk, uh, gossip a bit, you know, like this this type Mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah, but in the same time, like everyone will, if if you go there, everyone will know that you went there. So these things are very. But oh, I think yeah. Ghana, you know, I think it's like because of being in such a small place. Yeah, yeah. so they they love gossip. It's just like small place, and everybody knows about everything. Everybody knows everything. Yes, that's actually yeah. scary. I'm not sure if I like that part. I know, <laughs> I, know I know. I I I think. Uh, I realized many beliefs I have are very different from the people from here, you know? Mm-hmm. And some things they believe I can identify with, some I really cannot, you know? Like, it's a very Christian country, yeah. so majority of the people are quite religious. Mm-hmm. So I am not, so I cannot really identify with that part. And 
I feel like it's a very major part of the belief of the people, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that so, will just it will like shape the way they are, probably. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I feel like sometimes, like, how I see how women are treated is something I cannot really identify with. They're not treated badly. Like, I feel like it's a very family-oriented uh, country, you know? Mm -hmm. So I see a lot of families together. They really care about their children. The couple is together. It's, it's nice. But yeah. in the same time, um, many times I feel like there's still, like, the man and the woman is, mm -hmm. like, not equal. So They still follow I know the it's true traditional model. Yes. Yeah, okay. it's, it's very traditional. That's the good. That's what the word I was looking for. It's very traditional, you know. Like they love their culture. They love their traditional dresses, their food. They only eat Ghanaian food. You don't find any cookies. So it's been like a year and now that I didn't eat anything else than Ghanaian food. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's different in Accra, but I can talk. I talk about the region I am now. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, maybe there are some Indian restaurants. That's all. But other than that. So everything is like Ghanaian and local and they love it. And I think it's great, but I feel like because of this, maybe they are not that open sometimes to like different cultures, I would say. Yeah, yeah, way. yeah. Um, yeah. I, it, it's good I'm not saying touch... it as a negative thing, but, yeah. but this is what I experienced. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's and it's a fact. If you are if you are Christian, yeah. then you sh you probably have Christian values. If you have Christian values, then you're going to act and things yeah. a certain way I guess um, and yeah that, that's totally fine um, yeah. I was about to ask you because you, you said that everybody was really nice and smiley and stuff yeah. but do they really let you in you know because here in the Canary Islands I do feel that everybody's actually nice you know if you need you ask for help they will help you if they, yeah. but they are like it's not like they let you in they already have their they are they are already settled. You know what I mean. They do have their families, their cousins, their everything. And since this is a small island, it's almost like a village because everybody knows them. Everybody knows everybody, and uh, you know you, you always get noticed. Well, the same, more or less the same as, as you were talking, but like in a bigger scale. But I feel yeah. that Canary people are very nice to us, you know, foreigners. But then it's not like they let you in. You're not a part of the group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if you feel... Yeah, 100%. In, in some countries, for example, I'm from Angola, and you know Angolan people. Well, of course you know Angolan yeah. people. I met you like two months, yeah. and I was like, okay, okay, you can live here with my family. Yeah. That's how people... Yes. That's how we are. <laughs> we yes. let people in, actually. But some cultures are very nice, but they don't let you in their house and I was yeah. wondering if, if Ghana is the same because all, all African countries are different I know that us Angolan people we like we bring you in and you are family and but you are like you are family yeah <laughs> I, I experienced it in Portugal yes yeah you were you were just another member of our family over there like yeah, it's true. I feel like in Portugal I, I, I don't think they let me in completely but I never felt fully Latin in any country I lived at. You know, in mm -hmm. Portugal, all my friends were mainly like foreigners, like kind of like you who grew up there, but yeah. they are maybe from another country. I had a few Portuguese friends, but majority of Portuguese people, I didn't feel like they let me in. In yeah. London, I also had some English friends, but majority were kind of foreigners. So 
even here, I feel like it's a different question. Because, for example, here in the culture, when you eat food, you ask anyone. I, you, you tell everyone, you're, you're invited. So, mm -hmm. like, maybe they share their food. But it, culturally, they eat sometimes four people to eat from the same plate with their hands, you know? So it's a cultural yeah. thing. So mm -hmm. if any random people I just know by their name, they will tell me, you're invited, you know? Yes. So, I'm saying, so, um, so my students, they let me in to their houses and they introduce me to their families. They invite me for food. They're so happy if I go. But like random people, not really. So I don't know. It's 50-50. I think maybe they let me in more than Portuguese people. Yeah. But still, I don't feel like fully, I don't feel like I'm part of the community. It's, it's weird because here the fact of being white is kind of like they um, like me more because I'm white. So I don't think it's a good thing either, you know. For example, the other time, the other day, I had to go to the hospital, and uh, I went. Uh, actually, I wasn't alone, and we uh, managed to skip the queue and go in first, just because I was white, you know. So I think probably because of the colonial times, you know, I think it's been a bit in people's head that because I'm white, it's better. So I don't think I don't think it's good. Many times. My students or the girls come and touch my hair and be like, "Oh, I want one like this." So I don't think I don't think it's good, but but I experience it. So I don't think they would ever look at me like one of them, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sad. Uh, this is one of the things that uh, I I was curious about, like to know um, since you are in a country where the majority of people are black, obviously. Uh, I was curious about the treatment, but I wasn't expecting uh, what you just said. It's interesting. In my head, I wouldn't imagine like going to an African country with a majority of black people and have you know um, different, better treatment because you are white. And I think it's so um, good for you that you're saying it and that you are, you know putting the, <laughs> the finger <laughs> and uh, pointing yeah. the finger on on what's what's happening. It's actually, um, for me, it's quite quite shocking and, and sad at the same time. Um, you, you know, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because it's sad. Even, like, even just about the hair, you know? Like I was just telling you before we started this recording, that I, no, no, I never see anyone, any girl here using their hair like you do. It's very, very rare. Wow. Maybe in Accra, but it's like more modern, you know? But like oh. everyone or they like cut their hair short or use wigs or like um, mm -hmm. or do some like hairstyle. Yeah, mm -hmm. or braids or some hairstyle to like, I don't know, but no one ever really uses it as an afro. And yeah. I can really, everyone wants, a, wants long hair, you know? And how can I say, I think it's awesome that people can have the option and use the wig when they want to. Of course, of course, you should do whatever you want. Only if it comes from like self-love and not because you think your own is not good. So anytime like I'm talking to my students, I'm telling them, no, I think your hair is amazing and whatever. But I feel like it's such something that comes from so deep that I'm not sure how, like probably it would be a hard work to change it. Change it but yeah, it's gonna take some hard work. It's like I it took me years <laughs> to realize yeah. that my, my hair is fine. Like, my hair is totally fine. Like what the hell? Like yeah. now that I think about it, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? 
my hair is totally fine. Everyone's hair is totally fine. But for me, this was like a discovery, you know? And now it's yeah. like, this is the thing that I love. The, like, I love this hair. This is like, now it's hair. like part of my identity is my hair. Yeah. And every time I think that I was like doing all the, like, the crazy stuff in my hair, I'm like, I mean, if you want to do it from a place of love, and if you want to do it because you love it, because it feels good, not because you're trying to hide who yeah, natural yeah, exactly. features and that you feel that you have to hide that this is not good enough. Like this is a... Uh, so, yeah, every time yeah. there is like a celebration or like a, some kind of like event, they have to dress up, they put a wig on because uh-huh. that's the night hair, you know? So I think, yeah, it's, it's something would be... That would be good to change. Yeah. But what do you what do you say to those girls? Like, do you do you try to change it? Do you? I'm just talking to them about like why and and like you know it, it's hard because they come to me and they touch my hair and and and, I, and I'm telling them oh I love your hair it's very nice and they're like no madam I want hair like you you know so it's it's a bit sad. Mm-hmm. It's sad because you try to tell them and it's like. Yeah. It's not, yeah. yeah, it's not being received. Oh boy. I wish, I wish I was, I wish I was there with you. It's so sad that um, my life changed in a way that I wasn't able to go visit you because I would love to visit you. I don't know, maybe in the future. But yeah, hopefully. This, this is something that is so close to my heart. And just like one of my biggest joys is walking down the street and see a small black girl smiling back at me and I know what she's thinking I know she's looking at my hair and saying oh that's cool you know and I know that she's gonna and it's so cool that I I do receive compliments from my kids and they're like oh your hair is so cool and I know that a lot another black kids are listening and you know what I mean and it's it's so cool and it's just one of the simplest things in life and it's so sad that we don't and that we can't just accept what you know what God gave us since since they are so Christian. I mean, God gave you gave you this yeah. hair. Like, yeah, your hair I know. is fine. And I think, <laughs> I think, I think black girls normally have. Thank thank God now it's changing, but yeah. they have this issue with their hair. But what I realized here, in general, people love to be black. I love it. My students sometimes they come to me and they're like, "Madam, I love my I love my skin," and it's so <laughs> amazing to see. That's like here because everyone is black and we are in Africa. They love it and they embrace it and it's and it's and it's and amazing. It's normal. It. It's normal. Yes. Yeah. I but I can imagine. You know, I I remember when we were in Portugal and sometimes you told me that people are looking at you and whatever. And like I can feel it now. How is it? Because I'm the only <laughs> white person and wherever I go, I was like looking at me. And people <laughs> are very nice, but sometimes I also do feel some not friendly looks as well. Obviously. Yeah. Because yeah. there's there's the look and there's the stare. Yeah. It's different. There is the curiosity. Yeah. And I think curiosity is fine. It's and fine. And there is like, why are you here? Yeah. yeah. And then there's the stare, like, yeah. what's happening? Wow, this is so interesting. I love it. Mm-hmm. And it, and how cool is it that you are actually living in a country in Africa, experiences 
experiencing stuff that I have lived in Hungary where you were born. It's just like yeah. this, this conversation is totally ironic for us. I just <laughs> hope that the, the audience can, can um, because our relationship goes so deep, so deep that it's kind of weird even, you know, because I'm afraid people won't get everything, you know? Yeah. Because so a lot of late, eight a years lot of ago, yeah. I was living with your family. Is your like your white adopted sister, basically, <laughs> for like almost two years. That's what I want to understand. You know? Yeah. I went to Portugal, and you said stay with us. So <laughs> it's going back to there. <laughs> it's going back on time, like so. Yeah. You guys, if you want to ask questions, if there is something that you want us like to just elaborate on, because we can be here talking nonstop and just change topics as you saw, you know, it's going to be very hard for me to write down a description for this video. <laughs> so just ask. Okay. We're fine. Just ask. We're going to, we're going to answer. Um, yeah. I think we've been talking for, I don't know how long, but I, I can't actually long time. long time. I think, um, would you tell me like the pros and cons of living in Ghana? Pros. Um, I would start with the pros. I think, like living in Ghana as a foreigner or just in general. I mean, uh, you are a foreigner, so I want your yeah. opinion. I want your opinion. Okay. Mm. So why would I move here if I, if I would want to move here? Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, yeah. I think the country, like nature, is beautiful. It's a lot of green things. Um, the music is amazing. People are always listening to music. They're always dancing. It's, it's great. I love this. I love this vibe. Uh, the people, the smiles. I know I'm going to miss smiles most when I leave. Everyone yeah. is being so friendly. And the food is great. It's just, it's just an amazing country. I haven't been to other African countries yet. I will. But... Uh, I'm very happy that I came here. And I think West Africa has like this vibe. I met some other West African people here. So this, this liveliness, this energy, what is like very special to hear. People mm -hmm. are very lively. It, it, it's great. The colors, everything. Mm -hmm. And maybe cons. As a European, like cons, what I miss is maybe those, that's just my own personal. What I miss is my hairdresser. As a white person, I don't really find anyone here or some those like a dentist. I'm you sorry. Know? I have to say, welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have yeah, to okay. say this. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so bad. I, I'm very sorry. Welcome to my life. How do you <laughs> I haven't cut my hair since I'm here. It's like so long. <laughs> you know? I'm like, I don't even care anymore. Just don't, don't touch my hair. I'll take care of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a very true sentence. Yeah, like like a dentist or sometimes like how can I say? I think uh, healthcare is is okay here, but mm -hmm. still, you know, I don't know how to explain. But you always trust the healthcare more in the countries you were born at or you live. You know? Yeah. So for me, like, I'm okay now. But going to like if if it's everything is fine, it's fine. But when I'm like sick or something. Sometimes I wish I would be in my country because it's mm -hmm. a different like familiarity, yeah. you know. So that, but it's just my own personal thing. And some like 
small things I miss. Maybe like having not, you know, like those coffee shops where you can sit with your friends and like chill out. Yeah, I know them. <laughs> I really miss them. I really miss them. That's not really present here. I don't think people, people more go to like bars or maybe some like top bars where you can eat, but not really like those, that type of, that, I think it's a very European vibe that like you sit in those Costa coffee and yeah. those type of things. I miss that. Yeah. Okay. Those are the cons? Yeah. Okay. I, I love it here. I'm I in. I'm in. I'm, I'm going now. I'm booking my flights. <laughs> probably after a while, people's mentality can be a bit hard because how can I say there are some things people believe in that I can I just sit and I'm like okay I don't know like you know like juju and witches and all these type of beliefs are very present especially where I am here now you know mm -hmm. so this type of things for me is like I'm not saying that it's not true because I'm sure it's true for them but for me it's like it's not part of my life so it's a bit how can I say? I don't know really what to say when someone tells me that their hand is like, something happened to their hand because they were like jujued by someone else, you know? Yeah. So this type of like thing like, like, ah, really? Okay. So this type of things are not very, in the long term, it must be hard. Okay. To like, you know, okay. try to fit into a place where everyone believes in this. I like what you're saying because when you know you're leaving, you deal with things in a different way. Yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah. Um, I was just faced with a situation like, how can I explain this? Um, I was just faced with a situation like, I've heard some stories about how is it to, to build a house in Tenerife and to buy a house yeah. and stuff like that. And I was, mm, you know, Lately, I have been thinking like, I'm not going to leave this island, like I love this. And maybe I should buy a house, like why not? But then I heard those stories and it's like, hmm, okay, so maybe I will not buy a house. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if I was yeah. going to stay here and leave in two years, it's one thing. But I know that I'm going to yeah. stay here forever. So now I have to do with the fact that I will maybe will not buy a house because like, I can I can't be bothered. It's just too, too much. Um, yeah. And yeah, and I understand what you're saying. Like sometimes it's like since you're leaving, it's easier to cope with things. Yeah. It's like when you're leaving a job, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like whatever. <laughs> you're yeah. more tolerant to with people. You're like, oh, Nancy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. During coronavirus, I, 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 I really felt it that sometimes, and I know that I adapt very well to different things. I like to say that I'm multicultural, I'm a person of the world and I can fit in anywhere, you know? I like mm -hmm. to say that. But when the lockdown was on, full on, and I didn't know when can I leave, mm -hmm. things like I don't understand the language and everyone is talking on Cree or Fanti, and I'm mm -hmm. like sitting there and, you know, yeah. it started to bother me. Before, when I knew I would leave in a few months, I didn't care, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, or like, I was just really missing someone with my mentality, like a girl I can chat to. Because it's kind of not that easy to make friendship with girls here, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, these things, like, in the long term, that must be a bit, like, hard. Like, friends. If you don't have foreigner friends, like, the, how can I say? The mentality of the local girls is quite different from mine, you know? 
so like oh have yeah of course of deep course convers deep conversations like this what i need like soul sister conversations you know mm -hmm. uh, that would be hard like you know this type of thing yeah i know i feel you yeah. yeah um i just have a couple of questions uh that i forgot to ask you like uh regarding like lifestyle you are a volunteer like do you consider it yeah. cheap to live in ghana so where I am now, I get accommodation and food. So mm -hmm. that's great. So during the week, I don't really spend on anything unless I want some internet credit or to buy some extra. Yeah. And when I go to the city, then, then I spend some money. I think it's considerably cheap here, yes. Accra, not really. Mm -hmm. Accra is, 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 more, is more expensive. But here in this region, I think okay. it's okay. For an, um, but like knowing the local people's salary, it's expensive. Yes. It's not, no? Okay, okay, For that's us, where I wanted. Okay. Now I think in Ghanaian cities, yeah, because I know how much cities I have. So for me, like, if I have to buy like a dinner for forty cities, I'm like, oh, that's expensive. I'm not gonna get that. But if I yeah. count, it's around like I don't know, less than five pounds. So okay. I'm like, okay, then it's okay. But if I think in local money, that's a lot, and everyone around me is local, so. I know how they see the things. So having the salary they get, it's not, it's not cheap. Okay. All right. Oh, thank you for saying that. It's very, I think it's very useful information and just for us to know also, because sometimes the travel yeah. are like, oh, it's too, too cheap. Yeah, like it's cheap for us. <laughs> and for the locals, yeah, it's, a, it's a total different story. But I feel like if someone comes here for holidays and has some savings, they are awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if I imagine that I would live here and work here, I'm not sure, you know? That would be a different story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very. Okay. Are you, act are you actually living? Are you really considering living? You have like a... Or would you like to stay longer? What's in your heart? I have to leave because I need to meet my family and I need to do my things, you know? Mm -hmm. But... But I don't think this is the last time I've been here. Let's put it like this. Okay. Oh, I love it yeah. so much. But, but lately, I really like to surrender to whatever comes, you know? Yeah. I mean, coronavirus is teaching us, like all of us, if we're yes. <laughs> living day by day. Seriously. You know, yeah. I go to work and tomorrow they're going to tell me something different. And it is what it yeah. is. That's what we're doing, living day by day. And um but one thing for sure when i leave this country i'm not gonna be the same girl who arrived to this country you know i know it's a completely different person leaving this place yeah. yeah i know what what was your biggest lesson from this experience so far because you still have a few months to go i had so many lessons you know since i've been here lately since especially since the coronavirus and since we don't have school I meditated a lot and I read so many self-development books. I read not just I read so many books, you know, because I have so much time. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? You read. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I read many books. Yeah. And I feel like we really have to learn how to be with ourselves. So sometimes mm -hmm. I experience that when it's nothing happening, no one is around me, I start to get anxious and I start to get like, oh my God, I have to do something, you know? Yeah, and and it's and it's a hard feeling because we don't learn that ever. Like any time before in London, if I felt that I could just go, even if I was alone, I could go to a museum, you know. 
Mm-hmm. I have to do something. Just do something. Sometimes you just, like here I can maximum go for a run on the beach. That is amazing. And I do it. But you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's a very big takeaway. To learn, I have to learn even more how to be with just my, with myself. Okay. Do you think you're better at it right now? I'm better, but there is still a lot to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, the other thing I realized that when I was in London, uh, my meditation and my self-care practices were much better. Because mm-hmm. I felt like I was busy. So for me to, like, do 10 minutes meditation, it was okay. But here, nothing. So my thoughts are even more, 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 you know? Yeah. So sometimes, especially in the beginning, when I had to sit down to meditate, I just felt too much, you know? Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. I think that's a wrap. I think that's a wrap, everybody. Celia, thank you so much for accepting the invitation to be part of the Soul Sisters talking and community. I'm so happy we're doing this. I'm so happy we're bringing different women, people to talk about different subjects and just have real conversations and hopefully help people with our information and opinion and practices. So really, thank you very much. Uh, for doing what you did and for sharing it with people because you were inspired by other people and now you may inspire others. Yeah, actually I'm planning to do uh, a channel about my experience and maybe some advice I was missing before I came. So when I get material, probably I will work on that. Cool. And where, where can people find you on Instagram? My name is Cecilia.Mali. My name is Cecilia.Mali? Is that it? Or just Cecilia.Mali? Cecilia.Mali, yes. Ah, okay. So... Her name is Cecilia. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I don't know, like some people are like, I am the real whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I was like, maybe no, people have Cecilia. to find... Okay, just to be clear, I'm going to put it at the beginning so people can read it, but just to be clear, you. you can look at uh, Cecilia.Mali, M-A- why and okay, I'm the personal developer you know where to find me it's the personal developer everywhere so yay I love I I loved recording thank this you. I thank hope you. you audience also loved it thank you thank you so much you we did it okay hi personal developer thank you so much for watching this video if you enjoyed it like subscribe to my channel and share it with someone you love And also, don't forget to activate the notification so you don't miss a thing. There's a new video coming every Wednesday and Friday. There's another thing I don't want you to forget. You can be the boss of your brain. Yes, you can. See you next time.